That's a yes. That's a yes. A All big, right, then. It's a big 10-4. 10-4, good buddy. <laughs> Forming up a convoy. <laughs> uh, I don't remember anything other than 10-4. Yeah, I, 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 I assume there are a lot of 10s. I think, well, I don't know. There's a there's a whole there there's a whole litany of phrases, Dan, of things, of things, of, numbers. of phrases, of things, phrases and numbers, and that's and say, yeah, uh, that's a one eighty seven. Uh, <laughs> I think that's something else. Five uh, zero, five zero. Uh, but that's yeah, um, yeah, eighty six. Actually, sexually, wasn't isn't that Smokey? Uh, it's Smokey Not- and, and or the Bandit. Just smoke. Well, the, in terms of cops, it's just smoking. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you know what? I've never seen that movie, so I can't. I cannot remember if I've seen it. I probably have, but I honestly that's could a, not tell uh, you a single thing about that's it. That's a candidate for some other show that I do. Speaking of which, is this this show? I don't even know. It's apparently this show. Okay. I am recording. I I um, have been recording, so this is all... This show. This I'm all. recording this show. Great. Okay, don't record any other shows. And not any others right now. I curr- not currently recording any other shows. That's very good. Very this good. show, Dan, is about technology. Oh, thank God. <laughs> and uh, you and or I may have new technology uh, to speak of. You may. I do not I do. think I was see I was the, I was running down my list of like did I actually receive or purchase myself any technological products and I don't think you got you got all wood carved wood carved um, yeah tools it was and... all actually you know what I got is I got a lot of board games so technically not wood oh, yeah. carved but like plastic cardboard that kind of jazz I got a I got an expansion pack but that's the only thing oh, I got as far okay. as games go okay all right. I think it's actually no. I can't. I think it's for sellers of Catan. Got a lot of candy too. So there's that. <laughs> I got yes. I got a lot of candy as well. Oh, there's a box of pocky over there, John. I just brushed my teeth though, so Ooh. this is oh, this wrong time. <laughs> Dan, you're an adult. Am I? You can do whatever you want. You do not left to listen. Well, you're you know. I don't have to know, listen yeah, to my you dentist. Are. You are actually. Wait, yes, wait, wait, you wait, are. Wait a second. I'm adult, so I don't have to listen to my dentist. Is what you're telling me. Uh, yeah, yeah. Do not listen. To I your mean, my dentist. dentist is an elf. So your dentist, your dentist would also, you know, well, will, your dentist will not be satisfied until you quit whatever it is that you do full time, and you know, so you can pay attention. So I floss like twenty four hours a day, flossing and brushing your teeth twenty four hours a day. That's that is that is the life. Only then might your dentist be satisfied. <laughs> Uh, this, are we talking about my dentist or my dad? It's really, it's a fine line there. <laughs> is your dad a dentist? He is not, but, you oh, know, okay. <laughs> I, I mean, you were talking about just, you know, authority figures I've disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> it's a long list. I don't know. Haven't, haven't we all? Yeah. <laughs> so, this is the show about technology, you say? This is the show about technology and... <laughs> And what disappointments we are. <laughs> we really delve into the psyche of our hosts. Exactly. Well, you know, sometimes you got to go there. So you have new technologies, what you're hinting um, at. Well, the only thing, I mean, okay, so two two things worth n- noting. Um, I'll be the judge, the I'll be the judge of that. The, well, actually, no, I guess there's, I guess there's three things. Um, but the first thing is uh, 
is the I got an Apple Pencil ah. for, my, for my iPad Pro. Nice. So nice. nice. That's nice. Now all I need is drawing lessons. Sure. And yeah. uh, some sort of drawing ability. Excellent. Both of those things mm-hmm. are good to have. Uh, so yes. this is, you have the fancy new iPad Pro, so this is a magnetic fancy pencil. Pro. I really am jealous a little bit of the whole magnetic charging thing on that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the way it should have been done to begin indeed, with. But, indeed. Indeed. You know, uh, I don't know. I like, Certainly not the other way. Yeah, I like sticking the butt of my pencil <laughs> in my iPad as much as the next guy, but. <laughs> Just random pencils. Just random pencils. Mm-hmm. You know, you shave the erasers down and then. Yeah. I, yeah and I just like stare at people as I take it out like, this is an Apple pencil. What's your problem? <laughs> What's your right? Uh, I will say, actually, um, actually connected to that. Um, so one of my cousins did this thing last year in October. Sorry, this year. <laughs> this year's not over yet. Uh, not quite. This past year in October, uh, she did a challenge called Inktober, where it's like, oh yeah, do yeah. like a drawing every day in October. Yep. Uh, I have heard of it. And so I, I had always known that she was really into photography, but I didn't realize that she also did some drawing. And so she produced a bunch of drawings and with her iPad and her Apple Pencil. And this year she actually like gave out nice like prints of a lot of them to people, including we got oh, a cool. we got a very nice uh, Boston skyline that she drew. And I was like, man, I'm really impressed with this. This is some, this is some good work here. And it's uh yeah, all done on her iPad. So it's pretty cool. Pretty fancy. Very nice. Yeah. So yeah. Well, maybe next year. Yeah. Uh, where's my present, <laughs> John? I after, think is the question. Or fifteen years from yeah. now. Well, I'm waiting. I'll be waiting. Okay. <laughs> Any moment now. Let me okay. ask you Good. a question about your iPad. Sure. Is it? Does it bend? bend? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I saw that one coming, did you? <laughs> my iPad does, is not bent. Is not bent and does not seem particularly pliable either. Yeah. So I, not that I, you know, I haven't take, I haven't put it over my knee and really t- tested it. But is this an uh, iPad or seems, an unruly child? I'm confused. Uh, well, neither really. Okay. That's not my okay. style. All right, fair, <laughs> so, fair, fair. Um, tough but fair. Yeah. <laughs> or not tough, not but tough, fair. But... <laughs> it's it seems perfectly fine. Yeah, but but it does seem like an an odd thing. I mean, we've had these kinds of complaints about Apple devices before. Obviously, uh, I think the kind of weird thing in this instances uh apple says in a lot of cases that it's just fine <laughs> yeah I, I, just just forget about it i i have a hard time telling so invariably when i was at MacWorld, invariably like a new apple product would come out and there would be something right like a couple right. weeks later a month later there'd be like <gasps> huge deal this uh you can bend your iphone uh the cameras are wrong in some of them the screens (laughs) show demonic symbols in others i don't know like there's always something and it's hard to tell when is this just the case of some people a vocal minority being cranky about something dumb and when is it something that's actually a significant manufacturing issue and there is some venn diagram there too so like there's some intersection and i don't know which it is in this case but like i I, i'm always a little skeptical because i'm reading headlines like this is actual headline from a publication we both probably read apple's gaslighting over bent ipads is a stunning response to a serious problem (laughs) and it's like to me that sounds overblown A, a bit yeah just a little like you know i mean it's not like bent ipads are murdering people they said that within a certain degree, they will consider it a flaw, right? 
I, I, I think they, they had some, they had some sort of, and I don't remember what the, what the, 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 the degree is, but, uh, they said that if it's less than, or if it's more than four degrees or 10 degrees or something like that, then 10 degrees seems like a lot, but maybe it's, so maybe it's four that they, uh, that they would consider replacing it. Yeah. I mean, and frankly, they should that's fine yeah. if it's if it is a significant issue i mean the, the other question is just like how widespread is this right like there have been yeah. anic- it's all anecdotal so there's hard to say right. like oh you know x percent like i mean even frankly one percent of ipads sold would be a lot of freaking ipads right right uh and so the question is which of those are cases where it's like oh it's bent so seriously that it needs to be replaced or it's like within, as I said, within normal tolerances. Right. Um, and and right. there was, you know, so, so Dan Riccio said he had a, a statement about it, I guess, uh, or made a comment. I don't know if it was a statement or an email. That was the thing I was trying to figure out. Um, but it was like, oh, yes, you know, within normal, within normal, like, tolerances. Yeah. I think it's an email. I mean, I would think, I would think that in any manufacturing process, even even Apple's manufacturing process, there are going to be a few that are bad. Sure. I mean, I think we, you know, we, a, we expect apples to have fewer that are bad and B, we expect Apple to be more forthcoming in replacing them when they are bad. <laughs> right. Yeah. And, and I, I get it, but it's, um, I don't know. I mean, it's not, <laughs> I, the companies are always going to minim- minimize these things and yeah. no one should be surprised or even act terribly outraged about that. I mean, frankly, the, the best way to, for the company to handle this is just to be like reaching out to individuals who are affected and like assessing the situation and replacing them. Right. If need be. It's right. pretty easy. Yeah. And there's no reason for right. them not to be like, I mean, I can understand why everybody started emailing them and being like, oh, do you know your iPads bend? And they felt like, you know, they had to respond in some fashion to that. <laughs> but like we've lived through, you know, battery gate, antenna gate, gate, right. gate. Uh, <laughs> was, the, was that when I had the gate too high in my, yeah, my microphone? Yeah, that was a problem. Yeah, that, that, was, problem. that was like last week. Yeah, right? no, I, I, <laughs> I think I, I got it fixed now. I told Apple. <laughs> oh, great. Turn down John's game. <laughs> that explains the visit. <laughs> a visit from St. Timothy. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. As I was asleep. Yes. <laughs> I hope you left out the. What does he drink? Like protein shakes? Oh, I don't know. Probably protein shakes. That sounds right. That sounds like a thing. He's a runner, so right. So a runner, biker. I, he's just generally a fit guy. Like I, he's just yeah. He's in, he's in way better shape than we are. What Let's do you think? What way. do you think Tim Cook gets for Christmas? <laughs> he's already got everything. Anything he wants, I guess. I guess <laughs> he just stands at the end of the manufacturing line as like one of those, one of those. <laughs> Uh, that's a good question i don't know i i don't either and i, I, I shudder to think he frankly. probably just donates a lot of money to charity i gotta be honest like yeah like maybe if you're somebody else you're like bon like what does bono get tim <laughs> oh my god he touches his finger santa? yeah that's right it's <laughs> <laughs> so like a secret santa thing oh, so many questions. <laughs> is that way is, yeah that seems crazy though to think that like really really and crazy rich people would do a secret santa thing where um because the secret Santa thing is sort of like for people who don't have money. Yeah. Uh, yes, well, so that you only have to buy one gift, right? Right. Instead of having to buy everybody a gift. But like, if you're buying someone a private island, like maybe you just want to buy it for yeah, one, I guess one so. person. I guess it's is it it's is it really all relative, Dan? Is that I I is guess that the conclusion we're I, coming to? Uh, 
I don't know. The only way for us to determine that is to become super rich and <laughs> find to become out. filthy rich. Mm. <laughs> that doesn't seem like that's happening anytime soon. <laughs> Thanks, listeners. <laughs> that's why we started a GoFundMe. And it'll be in the show notes. Uh, you misread that. It doesn't say fund. <laughs> it's close. Close. It's very close. Starts with the same first two letters. It's uh, just four degrees off. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty close, though. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so this is also our, our thank God, our last show of the year. Um, That's right. Do you, do you feel like, do you have any, like, like thoughts? Oh, yeah, you want to talk about the year? Yeah, I mean, I want to talk okay. about what happened this year and, like, kind of what oh, you Oh, my think. God. Can you remember wow. that long back? I have to check I was notes. not prepared for, I did not do homework. Uh, but, I um, I mean, it seemed like the beginning of the year was mostly about the iPhone ten mm-hmm. and whether or not it was... A complete disaster in terms of sales, uh, or if it was just fine, and it turned out it was just fine. So maybe we should take something away from that when it comes to all these people complaining about 10R sales and uh, I, sales. I think so. Uh, I think. Although we I won't mean, have we, the weird thing is we won't we know. Won't know. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's the very that's the very weird thing uh, because it seems like I don't know. You know, there's a whole. The, first of all, the rumors could be wrong. Second of all, the, even if those rumors are true, other devices might be selling well enough that they're, you know, they're doing perfectly fine. But I think I saw something. I saw something that said the iPhone 10R makes up about a third yeah, of I saw that as well. current iPhone sales. I think it's like 38, 32. Oh, you're right, 32 percent or a little higher, maybe. Yeah, that's, that's an estimate. As in, as the. Thir- as, oh, did you say? I'm sorry. Did you say 32? 32 percent. Yeah, so about a third. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. good. I mean, I mean, yeah. As far as the current mix goes, I think a lot of people are saying that the the eights are selling better than they thought they were. Yeah, they were going to anyway. Well, this says so. According to this, and this we should say this is from Consumer Intelligence Research Partner, so one of many market research firms that is looking at these things. They right. estimate uh, the 10s and 10s Max are responsible for 35 percent of sales. So together, so you got about 35 percent on the newest. Uh, on the like high end phone, high end newest ones, right. but then but then like almost like on sixty ten R. So that's like two thirds of it are like phones bought. You know, like the 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 expensive phones that came out this year, right, right. Which seems good. Yeah, I would think so. I mean, the whole point of Apple having a broad lineup is to cover all their bases. So, right, if you're gonna, yeah, you're gonna keep an eight and a seven around or whatever. But like, those are for people who would probably not buy a 10s or a 10r. Yeah, considering and those those two devices are at least a hundred dollars more than the new phones were. Uh, two years ago right right so people are shelling out more for their phone on average right right so for apple anyway it may not be good for humans but for apple it's it's probably not so bad i I don't think any of us are in the business of what's good for humans right now i mean i mean (laughs) it certainly doesn't seem like that probably someone somewhere should be like that might be a key thing we've overlooked Uh, Mr. Rogers is dead. <laughs> well, yeah, all right, so that's that. I'm bringing, everybody, I'm bringing everybody down at the end of the year. I'm sorry, I'm not trying to do that. John, John Moltz is the ghost of Christmas I'm past. actually in a very good holiday mood. Oh, all right, well, good, good. Yeah, I, I thought this was a, it, I agree with you, it was an interesting year. We started actually started off even before, like, the uh, iPhone sale stuff. I was thinking, like, the HomePod came out in February. Oh, yeah. And I forgot about that. Yeah, well, you're not alone. <laughs> so did a lot of people. Yeah. And so here we are, like, 10, almost 11 months later. And 
I, the HomePod has not really substantively changed since its release. And no. from an Apple standpoint, that is not surprising. Apple does not right. release major updates for its products that often. That's a little tricky for it in this particular market because a lot of its competitors do release there's a features. Lot there's a lot going on. Yeah, yeah they do in like the rest of the market. Amazon and Google both, I think. Amazon ships a new uh, a new Alexa powered device every 15 minutes. <laughs> uh, I'm really enjoying my Alexa pencil sharpener. Mm, yeah. Oh man, I think I just I think I just triggered it and bought a pencil sharpener. <laughs> <laughs> you, you probably did. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, you know, in speaking as a, a the 1% who owns two HomePods. Um, <laughs> Is it even that much? I don't think it's that much. Uh, the 1%, I think that's maybe 1% of HomePod owners. Yeah, I, there's a reason I can't afford a private island for you this year. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, oh, I spent all that money on a HomePod. Um, I, yeah, I mean, I... A lot of my investment in it was for a like its future potential, and it, it's a great speaker. There's nothing as we've yeah. said before; it's a great speaker. Uh, the rest of its functionality is kind of so-so, uh, right. and and I think it will be interesting as we like come come up on a year of the HomePod, like to get a picture of what Apple is doing because like if the company certainly if it goes any longer than WWDC without some sort of substantive announcement of like. Here are the mm-hmm. features we are adding. Then I feel like it, it's a pretty clear indication that they do not really prioritize the HomePod at all. Yeah. Uh, and that would be disappointing, but also not surprising. <laughs> it seems like it for them, it's a at most delayed. It's Apple TV level. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. It's like, and the yeah. Apple TV, like every two or three years, it gets like a big refresh yeah. or something, but it's certainly not every year. And I think we're due for one of those this year, too, with the uh, streaming service on the horizon as well. Yeah, I would think so. Yeah. And I, for them, for them, maybe the I mean, I, I was never really convinced that they necessarily needed to ship one in the first place. But and I wasn't really convinced they needed to ship a watch in the first place, although I really like my watch now. But it's not. I mean, I get, if they're if they're really turning into a services company, I guess there's much more potential there. But still, it's only just for the. HomePod, it's only just Apple Music. Yeah, I, I think what's frustrating about it is it is easy to see how powerful these voice interfaces can be. Uh, and certainly mm-hmm. they've invested a lot in Siri on all of their platforms. And given that that's sort of what underpins the center of the HomePod, it's surprising that they haven't pushed harder on it there because there's still all this stuff that it doesn't really handle that well on the HomePod. Like, even mm-hmm. things where it's like, I want to open this app. And it's like, oh, I can't open apps. I'm just a HomePod. Hey, I'm HomePod in here. Uh, and it's like, well, yeah, sure, but are, you're aware that there are other devices around me that could open that app, right? Like, couldn't you just tell it, tell my phone? And so that was one of the reasons I turned it off is because oftentimes when my phone's lying on my desk, I'll, I'll use Siri on my phone. And uh, when I had the HomePod Siri on, it intercepted every single request. And then we yeah. just not be able to do things. Would not do it. Yeah, yeah. and it's like that, that is yeah. that is worse than it's worse than not being able to handle it. Is you're actively like blocking me from using a feature I already used. Yeah, and yeah. and that to me is a very it's a very unApple like decision too, right? Like I mean, yeah, at least what we what we hope for from them, I think it, it seems very contrary to the way they they intend to do things. So yeah, the HomePod I think is still kind of a. 
it's hard to give him like too much benefit of the doubt just because it was an expensive device that's now been out for almost a year and it's like yeah you're very quickly losing losing any sort of slack i'm gonna cut you and you can get them cheaper. You have definitely been able to get them like up to like a hundred dollars cheaper. Yes, uh, but but only on sales at other places. Right. Yeah. And I mean that was the only reason I bought one. I certainly was not buying yeah. another one at full price. Right. Right. And that was the only reason that I you know vaguely considered buying one at the, you know within the last month or so. Couldn't do it though. One of the things that did happen this past week was the I forget now I'm forgetting the guy's name, but the the guy that they poached from Google was promoted oh, yeah. to report directly to Tim Cook, right? I think that is a big uh, John Jurdir. Oh God, I'm gonna. Well, maybe it. that's why I forgot his name. It's, it's it's very it's hard to pronounce. It's it's very long. Uh, yeah, so the guy <laughs> that they stole for. Uh, Sorry, I tried to Google his name, and I just ended up with uh, uh, Giardinari Deniria, which is like the hot Italian pepper. <laughs> mm, oh, delicious! That's not it. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Are you sure? Are you really sure? Uh, I'm not 100 percent sure. He, I mean, uh, Gianna. That he's not a hot Italian pepper. <laughs> hey, I haven't met the guy. <laughs> uh, John Gian Andrea, uh, and. Uh, this is interesting, actually, because a couple weeks ago, you remember there was that, uh, I don't know if we talked about it, but the um, uh, Apple put out a whole press release about expanding its workforce in a bunch of different cities, uh, most notably in Austin, where they like invested like a billion dollars into a brand new campus. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but they also talked about a bunch of other cities, specifically, I think they called out Seattle, Seattle, Culver yeah. City, and San Diego as places mm-hmm. where they would be really increasing their headcount. And I did a Macworld column on that, kind of poking around, trying to figure out, like, okay, why, why why those places, right? And it turns out it's actually pretty easy to figure out, right? Like, Culver City is kind of a no-brainer. That's the entertainment business. Um, a lot of the stuff there is either adjacent to, like, video partnering or stuff like that, or Apple Music is also largely headquartered there, because Culver City was where Beats headquarters was. Oh, okay. So I think they still maintain a large office there for dealing with... Uh, like the music industry, but I think it's clear the streaming business will probably be built out of there, because um, obviously it's in LA and that's where the that's right. where the 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 action that's is. where all the streaming comes from. That is where the streams originate. <laughs> Head of the streams. Uh, San Diego was also pretty easy because that is Qualcomm's headquarters, and since Apple is having a nasty spat with Qualcomm, which involves <laughs> Apple wanting to build its own modems. Where else are you going to poach really good people at making those kinds of uh, uh, chips? Uh, so if, I, I basically went through and trawled all the job openings. And so I found, like, there's a lot of stuff in the San Diego office about, like, building up our wireless silicone team. You know, it's like, yep, clearly right. that's, that's what they're doing. Seattle's the most interesting, though, because it's a little... It's not quite as clear, right? Like, obviously, Seattle's a huge tech hub. Uh, you know this just as well because you, you're in were, that area. Were there any uh, for snarky writers? Uh, uh, you know, about technology? Uh, there was one <laughs> opening in Tacoma, but I think it got just snapped right up. <laughs> Some other guy. Some other, the guy. other guy in Tacoma. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Damn him. Sean Jolts is just, he is, he's good. Damn that Sean Jolts, always one step ahead of me. Him and uh, John Smoltz really give you a run for your money. (laughs) That guy, yeah. Right. Ruined my pitching career. But uh, there are a ton of openings, um, what there are a ton of references in the job openings in Seattle for basically Apple's like really building up its Siri team including uh mm-hmm. there were several so, entries about stealing Siri, people from amazon. stealing people from amazon and microsoft right. presumably um yeah. but it was several references to siri kit 
too, which is something that we haven't seen as much of after it first got announced a couple years back, which is the the third-party app integrations that mm-hmm. they were like rolled out for certain categories of apps. So I'm kind of I'm I'm kind of expecting to see a big push on that, which could feed into HomePod stuff, right? Because hey, right. like you said, we've got this guy who's now much higher up, like in the chain of command when it comes to uh, like you know being responsible for all the AI efforts. Uh, clearly, Apple views that as a core part of its business. It's pumping up services, so it's a big part of that too. Um, so I think I think it's going to be an interesting year on that front. It would be nice to have Siri come up to par with rest of the world in that area that would be nice you know what else would be nice john yes i do i I, okay what do you want i'm gonna wait for you to tell me (laughs) what would be nice is the ability an easy way to create custom pins with your logo or design that'd be nice right oh sure oh good news is that possible though dan my god i'm so glad you asked wizardpins.com is the easiest way to create custom pins with your logo or design once you upload your design wizard pins will send you a free virtual mock-up of your pin they can work with any design from hand-drawn sketches to present professional design files and they provide unlimited art revisions until you are completely satisfied wizard pins can create pins of any size or shape for any occasion and their excellent customer service team will help you select the style that's best for you All the pricing is listed clearly on their site. There's no waiting for a quote, no hassle, and no hidden fees. Wizard Pins offers free shipping and the fastest turnaround in the industry. Some items can be made in as little as two days. They're perfect for small or large businesses, nonprofits, armed forces, professional organizations, and more. And they don't just make pins. They also make other stuff like challenge coins or keychains or even race medals. Uh, We got some samples of wizard pins wares i have to say i was really impressed i particularly really enjoyed they sent us these little like cards of pins to show off all the different finishes they do um and i had recently had pins made at a different vendor but i also i like i had to make these choices and i didn't know really like what the differences were so i thought it was really cool that they sent out this thing like here's what a soft enamel pin is here's what a hard enamel pin is here's what a photodome is like and like you really very just easily get an idea of like oh yeah okay i can kind of see what would work for my design uh they also just sent like a a bunch of random pins including my yeah my fiance was really psyched because like she was like flipping through like oh what do you got what do you got and one of them was like a kate spade <laughs> pin and she was like oh you yeah, should have led with that I put, I put that one in karen's stocking <laughs> nice <laughs> and she was like oh kate spade pin. this is great see that's fantastic <laughs> i didn't even mention that i got it for free <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i also liked uh they had one in here that was a magnet too which was pretty cool and there's a keychain yeah. and a couple other things like they're nice looking pins i gotta say they really are they're great i mean they're 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 very good quality they're like there's no like bleeding over yeah like, right. nothing nothing is outside of where it's supposed to be like the raised edges on the on the letters and, and lots of i mean i don't know about all of them but i mean definitely on most of them it seemed like they were raised where they're supposed to be and the colors were right where they were supposed to be yeah in particular i actually really liked the wizard pin logo itself because it's just it's, mm-hmm. it's a cool yeah. wizard yeah right anyway it's a little bit a little bit uh incomparable-esque it is a little bit incomparable-esque yeah so it looks a little bit dumbledore too i kind of i dig it (laughs) i dig it so you too can order custom pins head over to wizardpins.com enter code rebound to get 20 percent off your first order that's code rebound for 20 percent off your first order at wizardpins.com and our thanks to the fine folks at wizardpins for sponsoring this show and sending us some funky pins man i remember as a as a teen in high school it was 
in you know this was in the early 80s pins like you you had a jacket that was festooned with pins see i was a little and, late for it but i definitely collected yeah, them and that on. went out that went out and then it came back and now it's it's back in baby i know I, I know i see all the all the people at like cons and stuff have like tons of pits when i was a kid i remember going to um there was an arcade near our house and i played ski ball for like a crap ton of tickets and i got and i probably still have somewhere like there was a pin um in the you know you go up to the like the display case full of all the like Oh yeah, terrible, yeah, right. terrible crap that you can yep, buy with yep. pins mm-hmm. or with, with tickets, and like the pin was actually like one of the things there that was like, oh man, that looks really cool, and it's like really well made, like which was unusual. <laughs> and so my, I have a little Michelangelo from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles pin, uh, which is it's uh, like now it's like retro, right? Like yeah, yeah. So right, yeah, yeah. I have a bat, I have a Batman logo and a Flash nice. logo. Nice. Um, from we're from on we're on brand. Is the what day, I think we're saying, as, as they used to say, and they don't say that anymore. Well, that was because it was back in the day. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Oh, I was gonna, the other thing I was going to mention is in terms of things that <laughs> technology that we got. Was, uh, <laughs> this is really bizarre. And Karen picked this up, and I didn't even know that she had gotten it for Hank, but put it in a stocking. It's it's this um. It's the Space Invaders arcade game, except mm. it's like three inches tall. Oh, and it's a keychain. Oh wow! Um, and it's and it's a whole. It looks just like the console, like the you know, like the thing that you'd see in a video game arcade, and and it plays. Like oh. there's a little, there's a little tiny. I'll put it in the show notes, but there's a, like a little tiny like knob that you move left or right to move the your spaceship on the bottom, and there's a you know fire button and there's a start game button huh. <laughs> and the whole the whole thing works and there's this little like one inch screen wow. it's amazing that's cool. i was just like oh my god i mean like if i had shown this to myself you know when i first played space invaders back in like 1980 i would, I would just be like you're from another planet crazy well, person you, get out of here that's how you prove you're from the future in like your time exactly movie. and that's what it, and that's why i took it from you can't be from because, the future man know. oh can't mm-hmm. i because I know that I will one need to prove that I'm from the future. It's important. Actually, you remind and I and how could I? Ha- I poss- couldn't possibly take anything else. No, right? no, there's no other way to do that. <laughs> like, um, like my phone. No, that's just that's fake. <laughs> um, I, you know, you made me think of the fact that so we had a big family gathering for Christmas this year, and at one point I was talking to one of my cousins, and he's like, "Oh, you know, we got my daughter for uh, for Christmas. She really wanted like these." He said, like, AirBud things or something. I was like, yeah, okay, AirPods. He's like, yeah. So she was really excited about that. Although then he was a little dismayed to find out that, like, you know, she wanted them so she could, like, find a way to, like, listen to stuff while she was in class. And he was like, no, that's not what those are for. (laughs) Um, Teenagers, right? Uh, Yes. And... But what was interesting was I, I was, like, looking over her at one point, and she was, like, wearing them. I was like, oh, wow, they're really, you know, they bought her AirPods. That was kind of surprised me. They don't usually go in for, like, extravagant gifts. And I would consider that, like, a, a pricey gift. Yeah, um, that's, yeah. But it turned out, because I saw her they putting them in and, like, turning them on, that they are definitely Air, AirPod knockoffs. Because they oh. they had lights in them, like, when, they, when she turned them on. Like, they were flashing, like, blue and red, like the... A lot of the other Bluetooth headphones, but they had oh. like a like a charging case that looked like AirPods. They looked yeah. like AirPods, like, and I was like, "Oh right. man, I can't decide." I felt like the answer was, "I'm going to stay out of this." <laughs> I think that's the answer. I think that's the right. You're answer. just going to make people sad. Yep, exactly. But it like I, I was I was kind of amazed at the whole like AirPod knockoff thing. I mean, like I should. Yeah, be. I've seen so many of these things that like. 
uh, you know, I bought those pair of wireless earbuds like a couple weeks ago, but like those didn't look like AirPods. Right. <laughs> like they were right. clearly a totally it, different thing. Yeah. So I, I'm kind of curious about these like. Like I'm sure they were a lot cheaper because they were probably just like Bluetooth headphones. Yeah, but there's no W, you know, there's no W one. Right. Chip exactly. That, exactly. So I mean, they're, they they're, don't. You're missing out on so much of the the thing that makes AirPods so great. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So it's probably these guys. I'm guessing because uh, there are a couple others around. Um, yeah. Looking through to see what they were, but like a truly wireless. Oh wow! No, they've been pulled off Amazon. <laughs> Oh really? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> searching for AirPod knockoffs probably not gonna. And yeah, I am getting the insane. point. Like uh, the battery on mine is really not so great anymore. Uh, I've I heard get that, that from a few people. I I feel like I'm down to like an hour. Wow! And until it, well, I'm sorry. Until until it makes the noise. Okay. An hour until it makes the noise. Um, and then it'll go at least for another half an hour. So I, I feel like I've heard that from a lot of people who I think like you got them fairly early. Oh, I got them like I got them first thing. Yeah. yeah. So these so, are two. These are two years old. Yeah. Because I, I felt like um, I think, I'll try and time it. Yeah. I think our friend um, Brian Hamilton mm-hmm. um, had a. Yeah, I've definitely heard, I've definitely heard from other people. Yeah. Who bought who bought them early? Karen just Karen just got hers like two months ago and she loves them to pieces and has not has not complained about battery life at all yeah so it's not that you know i mean and i you know i think that's kind of reasonable i mean two years i mean i can't imagine how big the battery is inside that thing it's not very big exactly it's kind of amazing that it lasted that long in the first place let alone is is not yeah i mean i don't think i don't think that's i don't think it's completely unreasonable right i mean they're, they're apple kits so they're they're more expensive than other things but uh I yeah. think they're worth. I still think they're worth it. I think that. I mean, uh, yeah. I guess that's the question, right? Like, so if we're talking about what two years of life, yeah. So you know, well, and so that's the thing. I mean, I wish I. The only thing that I wish is that they had introduced new ones sooner. Mm. And I guess that's probably not happening until sometime early next year, based on rumors. I'm hoping it's it's that early. Yeah, because I think it will be a while. Do you think it'll be longer than that? Uh, I mean, I think it's really hard to tell right now because I think that the the air power was kind of the impetus yeah. for yeah. the new oh, set. Yeah, because that was the thing. Like, yeah, because they were supposed to be inductive charging, right? Right. Well, there's supposed to, yeah, the case was supposed to be charging, and right. there's still been like stuff floating around. Every once in a while, I'll see a story about like, oh yeah, there's an indication uh, here of the wireless charging case, but um, like they certainly never come out. So. Right. I don't know what the current, yeah, what the current situation is, but yeah. So apparently, huh. I was just huh. looking. I was curious about um, <laughs> iFixit. Obviously, has a teardown of the AirPods, uh, and it says that the um, the battery is a ninety three milliwatt hour battery, which is equivalent to a little over one percent of the charge capacity in an iPhone seven. Yeah, so sounds about right. Very very small battery. It's a very small battery. <laughs> Man. Why won't Apple make AirPods bigger? Damn it. <laughs> Just a bulky battery case the next I can one, attach to. The next one's going to be super thin. <laughs> uh, all right. We made AirPods even thinner. No. 
They're easy to... Oh, I just dropped it. <laughs> Whoops. It's it like, fell in my eardrum. It's, it's like losing a contact lens. It's in my it's in my ear canal. Now I have to shake my head to get it up. It's no. like having an ear... It's like having water in your ear. Yeah, you know, the problem with shaking your head just undoes whatever you last did. Mm. Oh, God. It's I hate that. Um, well, let's see. Uh, I don't know. I keep thinking we should talk about maybe next year's stuff, but maybe we want to wait for Lex to come back before we... Yeah, we should. Yeah, we should do that maybe at the beginning week. of the year. At the yeah, beginning sure. of the year. That's fine. All right. Absolutely. Well, what else... So uh, what else... Did anything else happen this year? It was quiet. It was very quiet. <laughs> Actually, I think what was surprising to a lot of people about this year, uh, following on the heels of the last year, is that it was a... I think it was a pretty solid year for the Mac. Yeah. Which a lot of people... I think for the most part, right. ...thought was like... You know, there was so much consternation and hair tearing over the last right. couple of years about the Mac being like, oh, Apple doesn't care about the Mac. They're just going to get rid of it or they're going to fold it into and iOS. The, and the rumors of the new Air, I mean, there were rumors floating around about a new Air and new Mini for a long time, but they were really kind of nebulous and they never really sort of consolidated until sort of shortly before uh, the fall, right? Yeah, yeah. There was and a so, whole so then it was like everybody, MacBook, yeah. everybody's attitude changed because it was like, uh, and then all of a sudden, oh, a new Air and new Mini? Okay. Right. Yeah. And so, yeah, we didn't necessarily get, like, you know, the end of last year, we got the iMac Pro. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a MacBook Pro update this year. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, that, I mean, between that and the MacBook Air and the uh, uh, the Mini, like... That's a, that's a pretty solid outing. I mean, yeah, it's not bad. It's and, not and I bad. Think, I mean, it's a lot of them were well overdue. Obviously, sure. Uh, well, particularly, I mean, the air, the air, and the mini were were certainly well overdue. Oh yeah, but but they were good updates. Yeah, I, I agree. And I and I think you know, following on the heels of the iMac Pro coming la- at the end of last year, year before, I don't remember now. Last year, it was last year. God, all yeah. things together, and the fact that you know they are talking, you know, they came out very early to talk about the Mac Pro shipping. Right next year um Presumably. it seems right well no they've said they've actually did they say did they say they said 2019 okay they've they said 2019 yeah, okay. um so well it's they also said true said things about air touche touche <laughs> uh you know I, but it's clear that there's a, tra- a trajectory happening with the mac here like it's it's yeah. not diminishing it's actually ramping it feels like it's ramping up I mean, maybe that's just the the anecdotally, like just how it feels compared yeah. to some of the previous years. I don't have the yeah. numbers, but there was one year or something where there were like no major updates for like a bunch of the Macs. Mm-hmm. That every, and I understand why everybody was just like, oh no. But like, yeah. I think in the end, you look, you know, looking backwards, it's like that was just sort of a, a perfect storm situation of the models they wanted to ship were not ready. Maybe some of the parts they needed weren't ready. Maybe they're making changes in some of the architecture, like, you know, adding things like the T2, right? Like, you know, that takes time to like engineer these new components and build up a new system around it. So I think we just sort of hit a blip where a lot of the new systems that they were working on developing were not ready to ship. Mm -hmm. So, and they all kind of backed up to this year and it's like, then we got kind of a, you know, a mini glut with uh, uh, several things that we did not think we got. Well, MacBook, it, MacBook man, I hope it's, much I hope it's not, I hope it's not too much of a glut though, because it seemed like the stuff that they announced this year is stuff that they should, you know, they should be doing somewhat regularly because the, the update to the, the MacBook pro is really more of a speed bump and like trying to fix something that was wrong with it. Sure. Where and the and the update to the Air and the Mini are things that were 
long overdue. Yeah, I mean, the, the air thing is weird, though, because I think they spent a long time trying to get rid of the air and kind of failing and then realizing right. that they need to put out new air. So that's kind of a weird yeah uh anomaly like the mini yeah it definitely was things that it needed and it was well overdue well, they, and they they reimagined it basically right because yeah. they they had they had parked it as sort of like low end you know and it, it, it might scale up to something that a professional might want but that's not really necessarily what it's designed for and now it's really it is really designed like if you're a professional you could run out and buy a mini and be perfectly fine with right it. right or rack mount a bunch or whatever like yes it's, it's not a cheap machine anymore right but then again i think they probably looked at their research and said most of the people who want an entry-level mac are buying like laptops like, yeah, because right. that's where the utility is. Most people right. aren't bringing a keyboard, mouse, and monitor from other setups these days because most mm-hmm. people are probably not buying desktop PCs with standalone components. So yeah. that's a that's a calculated calculated move on their part. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's been a good year for the Mac overall, and I I've been impressed with the stuff they've put out. Um, I think the software side is still a little weaker uh, on the Mac side in terms of like, it, it's tough. You always have to like degrade on a curve a little bit, right? The Mac OS is, is mature. It's been out for a long time. Yeah. There's less stuff that it's crying out for. Uh, and so it's not quite like iOS where there's just like a lot of stuff that got added in like, you know, iOS had a very, the last decade of iOS has been like a really big swing. Whereas, you know, yeah. a Mac today does mostly a lot of the same things that a Mac has done for the last ten to twenty years, yeah. and it doesn't seem like a lot. A lot enough people that are not a lot of people are saying Mac OS needs to do this particular thing. Whereas, particularly on the iPad, a lot of people are saying iOS needs to do this right. particular thing. Right. Well, yeah. You know, this is a, a comment I was talking to someone just the other day about, like, uh, probably this maybe this morning even about um, writing and about like, you know, I just finished the first draft of a book. And I was, you know, getting to the point where you give it out to a bunch of people. And it's like, if everybody comes back with different pieces of feedback, well, you know, and to a certain extent, it seems demoralizing, but it's good because it's very different than everybody come back with the same piece of feedback, at which point, you know, <laughs> that thing is broken, right? <laughs> so the luxury of having people complain about, like, maybe there is a handful of people here and there complaining about all these different, like, small things that they would like, but there's not, like, everybody agreeing, like on iOS... This is not, this doesn't work. You need to fix this. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, there are things I would like to see on the Mac OS. For example, I think about um, HomeKit control stuff. They they added the Home app uh, using Mars, whatever the Marzipan technology or whatever it is. uh, Yeah. iOS, bringing iOS apps to the Mac. But it's still like, it's not well integrated, right? Like if I, I was thinking about this the other day. It's like, oh, I've got a lamp here and I can turn stuff on and off with my phone. But if I want to do that on my Mac, I have to launch the Home app. navigate around yeah. find the button and it's like this that is not a lot of sense. it's not fast i want a little like menu bar thing or does, i want a little you does know, it work with thing. siri i think it, it probably does. doesn't does it does uh, it on the mac i guess i can find out let's see how do i use siri on my mac <laughs> 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 all right here we go Mike, Mike, turn off desk lamp it, it, it you know what it does work but the voice is actually oh. so much worse on the mac yeah it's odd Right. Why is that? I don't know. Maybe I haven't downloaded the high. It's different. One. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Um, 
it seems uh, there are I'm, things. I'm that a little are, surprised that it works, frankly. <laughs> yeah, there are things that are I think are a little underdeveloped or just yeah. not integrated well with the overall system. I mean, you know, we talked about that with that whole thing with the news app that you complained about, where you couldn't get the URLs right. out of it. Yeah, and it's like same thing like that, right? Where it's like those apps are clearly proof of concepts, where it's not integrated into the overall system. Like, there's no. Yeah. ability to write right. i think even like a menu bar app that would be like oh just let me quickly control my lights or something from the menu bar it's um, almost like they're running an emulation like yeah like it's like it's you know it's like a java app <laughs> a little bit yeah or electron <laughs> well it shouldn't be but it's kind of like that i mean it feels like that it feels like it doesn't belong there like right. it's it's behaving in a way that is alien to the platform that it's on and and it's gonna get better it's because like when I go to a really trendy bar and everyone's like that guy should <laughs> does not, not be belong. In here. <laughs> <laughs> you need to cover the dives that I go to, Dan. <laughs> um, and and you know, like even news has already been updated, so that there there is a way to open something in Safari, which was my major complaint about it to begin with. But yeah, no, I. Agree. But it's it's odd uh, right now is odd <laughs> so odd <laughs> um just yeah. like this podcast just like this podcast and yet you're still here and by you i mean the listener <laughs> listen listeners listeners are still here <laughs> right right they're still here sure Brandon, did you turn on the live stream <laughs> oh shit oops <laughs> Was there anything else in the year that we wanted to talk about, or are we done? Uh, 2018 was pretty boring. <laughs> yeah. I think you're right. I think I think we're good. I think we covered it. 